no. What's good? Wait, hold on. Dímelo. <laughs> Dímelo. Que lo que... <laughs> Como sabe. <laughs> que lo que mani. <laughs> I want to be extra Dominican on this episode. Okay. Because I revoked my Dominican card from the last episode. Why? Because I called it the DR. Oh, that's all right. Yeah. And unfortunately, <laughs> we have liquor to celebrate <clears throat> once again because we're taking trips. Yes, we are. Salud. Salud. But, this uh, is like a tradition now. No, it's definitely a tradition. Oh, we didn't even drink. Hold on, hold on. It's bad uh -huh. luck. If we... But it's episode 20. And, episode uh, 20. No, the thing is, you don't have Henny, so you're also revoked. <laughs> That's what I was getting to. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I never... Well, I was a big fan of Henny, but uh, Maker's Mark is our thing now. But ever since what you said last time for the people that are listening in, mm -hmm. Jay had a really cool conspiracy that I, I mess with where he mm -hmm. said French people are trying to kill mm -hmm. Haitian and Dominican people very mm -hmm. slowly because they know that they love cognac. Mm -hmm. and that Hennessy is mm -hmm. one of the biggest suppliers, blah, 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 and this and is what And Ciroc. Yeah, man. So if you haven't listened to that one, go back and listen to episode 19, We Cracked the Case. Oh, man. Dun, 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 I must dun. apologize vocally for this um, episode because I feel like my allergies are killing, so you'll probably mm. hear me sneezing and sniffling, sniffling, and I feel that's going to get really annoying. He's hiding the idea that he does cocaine the episode <laughs> <laughs> way we stay up <laughs> anyway episode 20 of the terrible reception podcast what's up everyone uh as usual head over to the youtube if you're not there already yes like subscribe turn on the little bell notification so you get a notification every time we post a new video uh i actually just finished wrapping up the episode 19 oh, yeah. video because i've been so busy the last uh few days just packing and get ready for this trip you know what though it's funny <clears throat> jay's really dedicated to the podcast and i have to say this was the first guy when i said i approached jay back in the day and i said jay what if we had a podcast he's like we're doing too much already i'm like no nah, listen like we could get out there he's like no 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 and it's funny you're the one now mm -hmm. that kind of uh I would say you're more of a director of this. This is my baby. This podcast, like you're more of the director. Like mm -hmm. I know, like I like to direct whatever I do, like mm -hmm. even when it comes to music and stuff. But mm -hmm. this podcast, you know, has been Jay's um, baby. Mm -hmm. So so I'm the stay at home mom and you're the, the dad that goes to <laughs> goes to work and I know <laughs> the baby. <laughs> I really have to say, like, you know, like I appreciate your um, your time and effort, your dedication to the podcast because, you know, uh, it gets done. It gets done. We get episodes mm -hmm. out. You're 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 behind mm -hmm. every episode editing. Yeah, trying, man. Uh, yeah, no. Applause. We out here, man. We, we out, out here. No, it's crazy. I really think about it. It's like sometimes I don't mm -hmm. understand how we get everything done, and I'm not saying that in a cocky sense. I'm just mm -hmm. like, I feel like we give everybody their time, mm -hmm. or we give uh, concentration. To like our clients, and then we give concentration to ourselves. Right. And there's just a great balance, and I think that's mm -hmm. like a blessing that's hard to find. Amen. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Thank you for that. No, no, it's cool. Like it's it's yeah. not easy, because no, I know some days, isn't. like even today, like you know, I get off <laughs> in my tangents. Like before Jay came, I was like busy. I felt like spring cleaning. So like mm -hmm. before I leave the house, anytime I go on vacation, I want to make sure the house is clean for everybody or whatever. Anybody comes back, you feel good, you know. Mm -hmm. 
and it's just like a CJ here. He's dedicated. Mm-hmm. He's um, editing his photos from other clients, and then he's hopping to the podcast. And then once he's done with that, we mm-hmm. do that. And you know, my because not only it's like my only job is photography and videography. I made it that way. Mm-hmm. But you have multiple things going on. You know, yeah. during the Too day, many things. yeah, during the day you have your nine to five, and mm-hmm. uh, you know. It's a lot. My unconventional nine to five. It's a lot. It's, it's too much. Yeah, man. So I'm trying to make this the bread and butter. Yeah, you you could be you could be lazy in the morning. You're, you know, you got your diet in. Mm-hmm. People don't understand. Like Jay should be. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you feeling it? <laughs> no, Jay. Like there's. Uh, I'm gonna take episode twenty to talk about Jay a lot because. Oh man. Uh, nah, it's because I'm 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 proud of. I said, I think I said it one podcast before, but I, I mean it. Um, it's kind of one of those things where there's, you know, you can fall in love with people's potential mm-hmm. or you can be there to experience it mm-hmm. in the sense that you're seeing your progress that anybody would think the highest of you. Like if people have good intentions for you, like we're all witnessing your health, mm-hmm. we're witnessing, you know, your transformation. Mm-hmm. Uh, personally, as your business partner, I'm witnessing your evolution with how you direct and you perform with a camera. Your mm-hmm. editing skills, I feel like you've even surpassed me in a lot of things with Photoshop. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, now you're being able to travel. You're getting your own gigs. You're getting us gigs. And mm-hmm. it's like, you know, it's just an awesome, awesome thing. And that's what makes uh, the team feel even uh, more superior. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because we're both like uh, a problem, you know, mm-hmm. like we're, but we're on the same side. It's like two headed monster. It's like the Greek and the Romans came together. <laughs> they said, all right, let's start conquering <laughs> everybody else, you know? Let's fuck everyone up. Nah, but honestly, mm-hmm. like, you know, if you guys are mm-hmm. listening in, you know, toast with your coffee in the morning give one mm-hmm. to jay or if it's nighttime get a little scent you know a little mm-hmm. whiskey yourself a little nightcap and sir. uh thanks oh. to that sir appreciate yes. you yes yes mm-hmm. i was listening to one of the podcasts that i listened to um shout out to the miseducated podcast and they did some um really nice thing i don't know if they've done it in multiple episodes i've been skipping around on episodes but today i was listening to their most recent one i think it's episode eight okay and at one point and this is the one with the the four i think it's four or five guys okay <clears throat> uh shout out to jimmy and um and the boys but uh they they sometimes they break out in music okay in, in song it's so funny they like i don't know if they planned this but they synchronized like singing yeah, yeah but uh in the one episode that i uh listened to they all said it at the same time we believe in you hmm. which i i found was pretty fucking dope that is dope. well they all like literally simultaneously said we believe in you that's interesting <clears throat> to one of the other guys so um i wanted to shout that out and um you know just just bring up the idea that um Nine times out of ten, you and I are our own support systems yeah. when it comes to certain things. I think about the people that don't have that. Mm-hmm. Imagine how you feel like down sometimes mm-hmm. and like you really want to quit. Mm-hmm. Imagine like you or I weren't there for each other. That's got to be the toughest part. I would have quit a long time ago. Right? It's or crazy. jumped off a bridge. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's tough. It, it really is tough. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I can't emphasize it enough because I guess like, I don't know. There's this disillusion of like what the industry is and what having your own businesses and stuff. And like, you know, 
there's very far and few that uh, I could say are really successful. Mm-hmm. There are ones, but, and then we look to those people, but it's like, you know, it's a rarity on those levels that we're witnessing. Mm-hmm. So, like, to anybody that, again, can balance all that that stuff, do it well, and still have time for their friends and family, like, mm-hmm. again, hats off to you, you know? Word. It's not easy owning your own business. I've seen some people lose their businesses, and it's, like, mm-hmm. heartbreaking because they've literally put so much to the side, so much money into it, and... Blood, sweat, and tears. Um, kind of going on a positive note. Yeah. <laughs> Bring steer it right back to positivity. Um, I mean, it's positive. It's just yeah, like, yeah. hopefully they start over. You know? uh, <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> Let me toot our horns real quick. Because if we don't toot it, nobody else will. Okay. Our photography website is up. Yes. Officially up and running. Oh my God. I was really proud of that. I keep like I keep visiting it. Like it's alive now. You gave me some praise. I'm giving you some praise. Hey, I appreciate that. Because you busted <laughs> your ass with that website. Yeah, man. I saw it a certain way and it's like I didn't touch it for like three months. Cause I said it's I just wanted like certain uh I guess this is the word cleanliness organization mm. to it. I wanted it to be minimal, but I also want it to be like you know, uh, powerful. It had that wow factor to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I definitely achieved what I wanted. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think it's a great representation of us. Like, I really feel like that's going to uh, solidify a lot of things for us for this year. Mm -hmm. You know, just having, like, it's the littlest thing. Like, Jay and I just got business cards made, too. Yeah. So, to have business cards plus a website, like, it's like our tripods. It's not something you're excited to invest in. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's so useful. But when you need it, it's it's, it's the best thing it's the ever. Best thing ever. Oh my god! Yeah. Speaking of tripod, uh, I went to Jersey City, and just I think I guess we, we talk a lot about photography in this episode. But yeah, uh, I went to Jersey City for like a little walkthrough with uh, shout out to Charles. Um, yeah, Charles Cav the Creator. Cav the Creator. Nice. And uh, I've known him for years on Instagram. Okay. Because um, we met her through Barlone. Remember Barlone? Yes, yes, yes. Bio Wait, Mac, it was, the he, was he, he's the one who did the photography? I believe so. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. So the Biomag people. And um, yeah, we've always talked about like meeting up and, and uh, you know, just shooting or yeah. whatever, just learning from each other and stuff like that. So uh, we finally linked up in Jersey City. Uh-huh. He drove out of Jersey City. I, went, I met up with him after work one day. And uh, we just got a bunch of landscape shots, you know, just the skyline, a couple buildings and, you know, just simple things like that. <clears throat> and it's like a whole different beast, man. Yeah. Like I thought I knew everything about what I needed, the basics as as far as photography, but I learned so much that yeah. day. So um, and then uh, I left that day kind of discouraged because I was like and I was asking him a lot of questions. Like, Listen, what do you look for? Like. What, what do you think is like the perfect shot? Yeah. Um, and when you're walking through, like, what do you know? How do you know that's the perfect shot? Gotcha. And he just told me, just go with whatever you feel yeah, and yeah. whatever you want to portray and whatever you want other people. Well, it's to interesting feel. because, you know, some people might put landscape. And when you think of landscape, you're thinking about like mountainous areas and right. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it is skylines and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So it almost kind of, it is it street photography? Is it like, yeah, it's a mixture. I was towards the end because I was trying to figure out because landscape and I was thinking landscape was more mountains and rivers yeah, yeah. and waterfalls and stuff like that. So I was started to call it cityscapes at the end. Oh, uh, okay. So it's like I like that. 
You know what I mean? Because yeah. I couldn't find the right word for it's it. I don't know the area. Is. It's an urban it's area. You, get, you know, there's buildings in the way. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I left that day kind of discouraged because I thought I didn't get any good shots. So, like I knew I got one really good shot. Um, look at the turnaround. Yeah, and I had maybe eight or nine. Yeah, that I had, and I posted six of them. You know what's nice though, but like it's like you're almost um, you're getting. Uh, an appreciation for different types of photographers yeah. or photography exactly and i think like that is kind of like as important as like in hip-hop culture mm-hmm. when it's like when you study the greats when you know the history of hip-hop when you know the different uh genres i guess of hip-hop or mm-hmm. rap or in general yeah. it's kind of like once you know that you can become a better artist right you can perfect mm-hmm. your craft and you, you could kind of get thrown into any kind of scenario and prevail basically yeah because exactly. it's like I feel I haven't like found my my niche okay as far as photography is concerned but I do love candid shots yeah and that's why I'm always like the behind the scenes guy I love getting people in their element without them posing and stuff like that and uh, that's why I know like and it's funny I'm seeing I'm seeing that plus the technical aspect because you reach for the 70 to 200 Mm-hmm. And that's like the sniper lens. Mm-hmm. So I can see when you're either filming or shooting with that lens, mm-hmm. you're getting the best work. Oh, yeah. Because it's what you just explained. It's mm-hmm. matching that. Right. You know, it's the perfect it's weapon. Discreet. Exactly. Discreet. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, so. yeah. It's perfect. I mean, for everything that I've done recently, um, I use the 70 to 200 for the landscape shots. Mm-hmm. I use a 70 to 200 for that video I did yes. for Wes. Shout out to Wes. Yes. Um, that was incredible. Like, honestly, uh, like it felt like uh, what I liked about that short, and I don't know if it's resonating with anybody else, but it was giving me um, the essence of maybe what people saw in like a Rocky trailer for the first time. Yeah. Like it was giving me that. Mm-hmm. It was raw. It was just yeah. like, it felt like boxing culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny because I appreciated that because that was actually because I, I grew up watching wrestling and boxing and stuff like that. And that was actually the first time I actually climbed under the ropes and stepped in, into a, a boxing ring. But you know so what dope. it is, too? Like, I feel like within <clears throat> art, within creation, whether it's music or photography or whatever we're talking about, I feel that's that thing I'm always talking about where I'm like, you're trying to capture some essence yeah. of nostalgia that you kind of remember. Mm hmm. And you're incorporating that. You're like, yeah. what makes in my mind this uh-huh. boxing epic? Yeah, is. yeah, yeah. So like, I'm seeing mm-hmm. that now mm-hmm. through your work, which yeah. is dope. And that's a perfect explanation to one of the shots that I really, really loved of when, if you've watched the video, anybody listening. But there's this one clip that I had in in my mind the whole time I was there. Yeah, because I saw him from far away and I saw him climbing into the ring and I thought. Well, maybe I could get a shot of him climbing into the ring yeah. and kind of get like a first person view of somebody climbing into the that ring and then jumping out. That was genius. And it actually worked out nicely, yeah. which is really dope. It was sick. No, now that, that you're now that you're in that thought process, it's just, oh, man. I don't know. It's, it, I'm excited. I'm excited to see everything that you come out with because mm-hmm. it's it's different it's not like we're working on the same projects and we mm-hmm. w- know what we're capturing like mm-hmm. i look forward to your gig work mm-hmm. when you come and you show me like mm-hmm. hey this is what i shot yeah and then like i don't know it's just mm-hmm. i love it it's I love funny because it. I, I i go on these gigs and my, my aim is to like try to wow you with something <laughs> you definitely it's like wow it's me. like a kid trying to like impress his yeah. dad type of thing <laughs> <laughs> no but honestly like j- like again you've been doing an incredible job um 
you know, I'll never bullshit you with that. Like I've told mm-hmm. you when something. Yeah, you would tell me I'm straight not, up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> straight up. But like honestly, you've you've reached a new level where, uh, again, I'm seeing you in your you grow into your own form, man. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, man. Long long ways. Appreciate that, man. Appreciate yeah. that. But yeah, man, it's I, I, be I, a good year, 2020. Oh yeah, absolutely. Just gotta get more gigs. Yeah. Um, speaking of gigs, uh-huh. we just locked in that wedding in california yeah which is super dope so dope shout out to rosanna yes she's a big supporter of our photography and music when you expand like that i I think this has been the year of getting hired and getting booked Mm -hmm. to do overseas gigs to do traveling gigs and it becomes a reality and soon maybe that'll feel like eh, whatever but for now it's got that brand new excitement like when i went to bali for a client amazing so dope right we're going to cali Mm -hmm. you have a client coming up in portugal yeah man just i always forget about it i was like yo this trip i'm always excited like about this trip and i'm like yo vacation i was like oh i got a gig while i'm out there it's crazy (laughs) that's so wild and it's funny because you know you always hear rappers or like uh athletes always like yo i do what i love and it's taking me around the world Mm -hmm. and it's true Mm mm-hmm like if for some reason when you end up doing what you love it just resonates mm-hmm. with people and and you end up in the wildest places mm-hmm. and it's with the, with the right timing too because i know people can get out there people out there can get a little discouraged when it comes to things and um they can feel yeah. like the, the the their time is not you know things are not working out you know what i mean because exactly. I've, I've been down at the dump so many times where i was like damn i left my full-time job i'm working this per diem job where it doesn't pay as much it's not as secure yeah. It's like we'll have gigs sprinkled here and there. And I'm like, damn, did I make the right decision? I'm like, no, I'm toughing this through. I'm toughing this through. You have to. And then I'm like, damn, I work pretty much every day in the month of July just to save up for this trip. Uh, Because if I don't work, I don't get paid. You know what I mean? But all those like all those uh, miniature sacrifices, like you mm -hmm. can see, like, where can you say even within your own profession? And like, I guess, nine to five job. They've never sent you out to Cali. Nah. paid you for it nah. it's like that's the exciting part mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah and that's what i was gonna get to because it's like i was so worried about all these things and i was just like praying i was like please bless me with something because i i know i made the right decision i know i'm going down the right path yeah. and then it was like um somebody booked me for the the engagement shoot while we're out there yeah family of the groom um that's the money that i got i keep in my pocket cool. um and then they were like, oh, if you do an extra video, you know, if you do like a little video or whatever, we'll throw you some extra money. I was like, I bet. <laughs> video it is. <laughs> and then Crazy. I worked this birthday gig a couple of days ago, uh, this past Saturday. Yeah. And it's, um, we agreed on one price and they gave me more. And I'm like, Amazing. that's another blessing. And I'm like, God damn, this thing is like working out. Those and are then- the best. Like, honestly, when you do the, uh, the family gigs, mm-hmm. you know, the tips are nice sometimes. When it's a good family, if they tip mm-hmm. and stuff like that yeah and i appreciated it too because it was like we agreed on a certain price and when he venmoed me the money i was like didn't we agree on this price he was like yeah but i know the work that you put in i know the sacrifices that you make to to make this happen so i'm like damn now i'm gonna go even more above and beyond to make sure that these photos are dope exactly so you know it's just the little things that i appreciated and then you know i got another that birthday gig gig. when we when i get back which is super dope just trying to tell you he's booked (laughs) <laughs> he secured I was gonna say, several bags there's a bbb brand right yeah. it's big baller brand but for us is boys booked and busy Ooh, 
the boys are booked and busy booked and busy <laughs> nah, it's been great man like i have a gig uh thursday i'm uh shooting another dancer in new york mm-hmm. i'm gonna make a crazy uh i just got a, a cinema camera yeah video so like i've been excited because it's like a whole nother level of quality professionalism mm-hmm. it's just like i don't know i guess we could segue into talking about creepy photographers oh no <laughs> the epidemic that's been going on for such a long time but now coming into the light yeah there's uh there's a lot uh, i mean i think i probably tons of before this guy but i think the first one on blast was uh terry richardson right that's what uh i remember and terry richardson he's worked with i mean you think of Harper's Bazaar, GQ, Vogue, um, most celebrities, Miley Cyrus. It doesn't matter. It could be like Naomi Campbell, tons of them. But uh, yeah, he was put out there red-handed mm-hmm. and just messing with girls, trying to make them do things that they <laughs> didn't want to so do. People are so stupid, man. Oh, man. But uh, the thing I hate about that is like these people get put on these particular platforms and then they take advantage of it. It's kind of like... It's kind of like statutory rape in a sense. It is. So it's like a abuse of power type yeah. of thing. You know, it's like just because you have several hundred thousand followers, you're going to use that to your advantage and try to get nudes or. Yeah, it's not even for the art. It's not like you're pushing it for the art. You're like, you have to get naked. This is going to sell. Yeah. It's like get naked because. For me. Yeah. <laughs> for my spank bank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Like, I, I know a lot of photographers in this game that like they've pulled that. I've been on the phone with other creepy photographers, and it's just like we know a couple pre- creepy photographers yeah, and have yeah. been kind of confirmed in if our you, conversation earlier. If you see a guy saying he's a professional, he has a T two I run away. <laughs> Damn, <yo. laughs> I'm just saying. What if there's a nice young man getting into the game with a T two I? He's a nice young man. <laughs> he's trying to get into the game. If this guy says he's a professional and he has a T two I, I see the you run the other way. Okay, run the other way. <laughs> Yeah, man, but no, I, I I hate that, and you know, as I was reading about all these these things that came up, and you know, just my comparison to actually statutory rape, it, it pisses me off, and I'm like, I thank God that these girls are having the courage to put these guys on blast, cause yeah. get these fuckers out of here and let us slide in there, you know what I'm saying? It's crazy. <clears throat> so. I've I've talked to so many women, so many models that one, either the profession, uh their love and their passion has been disturbed um, where they no longer Mm. want to even be in the game. Right. They'd rather do something completely opposite because they've had these encounters. Um, You know, I've heard it too many times. Like, and I always, like I said in the, in the past, I said, it's honor, it's honorable when I've had these females say, I feel comfortable with you, yeah. this and that, you never take advantage of that ever, Absolutely. ever, ever, ever. And, you know, this is where we sincerely create art. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's like you have somebody's vulnerability with you should never be taken advantage of. You should always understand that if this person is taking the extra step to expose themselves or get into a comfort zone mm-hmm. that they would within the intimacy of their own home with you mm-hmm. for the sake of art in the mm-hmm. sense that just because maybe you have to get topless to add to the mood because mm-hmm. that um uh i would say that p- 
portrait or that mm-hmm. that picture of being exposed <clears throat> it's kind of like it almost goes into american psycho yeah. right i learned in photography class in or cinematography class in school that when somebody is naked it means that they are more vulnerable right so if you're trying to portray vulnerability sure it's going to be naked because if you see somebody behind the shower curtain mm-hmm. and like a knife is coming like that nakedness like you feel different in clothes yeah, yeah. if you were getting like attacked versus naked i see what you're saying you know what i'm yeah, saying yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so again um when it comes to when it comes to this just again uh males and females you know what i'm saying like look out for yourself <clears throat> know who you're working with mm-hmm. i always tell my models and my clients if you have to come save up more pay out of pocket mm-hmm. but work with photographers that are dedicated to the style you're going for yeah don't just shoot with anybody just because it's free free is not always worth it right so if you take the extra time and your money to research these photographers mm-hmm. shoot with them to build your portfolio portfolio mm-hmm. and always bring a friend mm. You know, I was going to say, let's give some tips and tricks of how to yeah. avoid certain things. Always like bring, bring a friend. <clears throat> um, you're able to speak up as a model. Uh, I know the mm-hmm. photographer. The photographer is always going to be admin on his vision and things like that. But it's always a 50 50 um, mm-hmm. tango. It's a collaboration. Right. And you should have as much say as, as much say as right. a photographer. If mm-hmm. you're starting to feel a bad vibe, it's like anything else in life. Mm-hmm. You you should you should stop it. Mm-hmm. You should maybe uh, say, hey, maybe we should go over this again. Maybe mm-hmm. we weren't clear. Yeah. Speak up for yourself, and don't let it ruin your experience. Right, uh, because it can be a lo- uh, very disheartening. It can be very uh, discomforting, and you mm-hmm. don't want that. Yeah, and I mean, going back to what you were saying, like the the nakedness and the vulnerability um we we've we've done that several times on shoots where it's like we're trying to get a particular shot and we would ask the model like hey listen Mm. we're not going to shoot you we're not going to take any photos of you you know naked but you know just for the sake of the shot and the way it's kind of set up we're going to ask you if you're comfortable with it 100 percent. it's okay if you're not so you know cover yourself if you'd like yeah you know but just have like that just that 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 openness i guess for exactly. the lack of a better term you know because you know if we're, we're trying to capture a certain vibe we want to put everybody in the situation in that certain vibe to capture that particular exactly. thing just for the art you know what i'm saying i've had i had like <clears throat> several models like it w- sometimes i'd be their first time where they are getting uh fully naked in front of the camera or something like that they just said that they trust me i've shot the photos um i personally thought uh the photos came out incredibly well mm-hmm uh once the client reviewed the photos they still said they were uncomfortable releasing them mm-hmm. sometimes you will go through this and i and this is this goes for the photographers don't get frustrated mm-hmm. um it's it's better when all mm-hmm. parties are happy and accepting of the work rather than you forcing some work out and really doing somebody dirty by exposing the photos whatever yeah. the case may be because at the end of the day it's not up to you it's up to them because they're the ones putting themselves in that position. Exactly. You have to meet everybody halfway. This goes for right. the model and the photographer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just keep all those things mm-hmm. in mind. And I think everybody can be in the clear. Yeah. You know. And then I guess to continue going with that, um, don't send anybody any nudes no. that are asking for via DM. 
because nobody needs to see what your figure looks like with no uh-huh. clothes on for a particular uh-huh. shoot or whatever. And this is why it's important to be represented by an agency. Mm-hmm. This is harder when you are a model on the come up, right? And you're trying to get some work, and you thought like this might be an opportunity. Mm-hmm. So um, always get representation, even if it's a friend. Um, make sure that you know they can talk to whoever you're shooting with on a professional level and that's it if it Mm -hmm. feels wrong it probably is yeah that's it listen to your gut um and and i want to put emphasis on bringing a friend uh because i always recommend that i'm like listen uh i would recommend you bringing a friend just for one safety for both parties yes uh and two uh encouragement encouragement and just that comfortability because it's like you're shooting for the first time with this particular person you don't know them especially if you're just getting into the game um if you have that other person there with you you can vibe with that particular like your friend like let's say you bring your friend with you and you say hey you know i'm doing the shoot come with me whatever you're on set you you're comfortable with that person yes and that might be that bridge that can connect you with the photographer exactly if nothing else works you know what i mean because it it's it's tough to do that it's not easy. Modeling no. isn't easy. It isn't. It isn't. And <laughs> it like really a lot isn't. of people that are up and coming models, that they're like first time shooters. They realize, they say, okay, models have to work. I thought this was <laughs> mm-hmm. easy. Right. I, I've seen so many mm-hmm. times where like, this is actually hard work. Yeah. I, I've <laughs> actually been on set with one girl that shot with you and saw how hard it was and she never modeled after that. <laughs> <laughs> it's work. It's work. <laughs> it's a lot of work, man. Um, Speaking of, since again, I guess this is episode 20, <laughs> photography, cinematography. Um, I was on famous photographer Dallas Logan. Mm-hmm. I was on his Facebook and he has the funniest questions. He puts them up all the time. And his mm-hmm. are, what are your pet peeves as a photographer when mm-hmm. it comes to clients? And the responses are so relatable mm-hmm. so I'm, these are other photographers these are other photographers or creators and they're always like you know um what's a pet peeve of the client you're working with and like most people will be like when they ask for all the photos oh, and they're like when is oh it going to be done five seconds after the <clears> shoot <throat> you know so give me five of your top five pet peeves of you oh, versus the client. I don't know if I can give you five, but one off the rip is uh, definitely that, where it's like you sit with them and uh-huh. you pick a selection of photos that you both agree on. Okay. Because it, it's tough. It's like, and I explained this to, what was it the other day? To Sarah. Yeah. We, were, uh, we were on set for Sarah's video shoot. And, yeah. and she's like, oh, just pick whatever. I trust you. I was like, I get that and I appreciate that. But it's like certain things that I would see yeah. that you don't see and vice versa. Exactly. For example, when I shot a dancer, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I really love this shot. But she was like, oh, it's just the form looks off. Yeah, but I don't know that because I'm not a dancer. No, you know true, I mean? true. Same thing with Sarah. It's like I don't know if you're in a right position. I don't know if you're stroke. I don't know if that's the right term, but stroking the the what are they called the bow oh, on okay. the violin a particular way, or if that looks good or bad to you. So, you know, I always ask them like, um, you know, let's sit down, let's pick the the top whatever, and. Uh, <laughs> What's so funny? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm saying I, I, I actually got to his questions. Like, okay. what are some things you hate that clients do? Okay. So I was going to read some off. Okay. So let me finish this idea. So um, 
so when when you pick the let's say top six photos yeah. okay we're both agreeing on it we both think it's super dope these are the ones i'm gonna edit yeah and then once you're done sending those edits they're like um can you do you think you can send me the rest of them and yeah, i'm but, like and they don't understand that you're putting in mm. extra time and they didn't pay for these extra right. edits you're paying for the mm-hmm. edits that we said you would receive mm-hmm. in a sense you're no, trying what, to what's even worse is the photography the photography i did to just build up my portfolio yeah so i did it for free uh, and i understand that you're giving me your time as well but yeah. it's like come on nah come on now bro. you're trying to get a six for 12 right so yeah, it's yeah. like come on i'm doing this for free I, I traveled out here yeah i get it you know you gave me your time as well but it's like come on come on bro but yeah and then they would post the raw images ah, that's why you it should never so hand them over we should never time. hand them ever. no ever again photographers it's not happening again never hand over raws <clears throat> because <clears throat> they'll they'll post whatever they think is dope and it's like that's not what we agreed on it's not and then edited it doesn't it doesn't reflect yeah, your work it doesn't reflect your work right so that's one of my pet peeves don't well, post these, my raws bro don't post my raws <laughs> these are some of the responses to dallas logan's what are some things you hate that clients do one person says event photography invite their family members to t- to come take pictures alongside hired professional photographers Tell Uncle Al to put the fucking iPad down. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, that reminds me. We were at that wedding, uh, I think sometime last year, remember? And uh, who was it, Hedrick? Yes. That was taking photos and homeboy with the camera was in there. Uh, He was like, yo, they pay me to take these shots and you out here with your cell phone ruining my shot. Honestly, with a lot of the ladies too, it's like I noticed that like, when I, I just did a big event photography at uh, MetLife Stadium over the weekend, and people ask you to take pictures with their iPhones over yeah. yours, and I said, uh-huh. no, I'm here to be hired to take pictures. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with you, no offense. Uh-huh. I'm here to be hired to use my camera. Right. So it, it gets annoying. Other people <laughs> said, this is another response. They said, breathe, question mark? <laughs> no, but um, this... Dallas said, when you have a game plan with the client, mm-hmm. shooting on location, then at the shoot, they want to do something different. You don't have the equipment to achieve it. Mm. That is very annoying. When you and the client plan on something, they don't understand you took the steps to make this image come to life. And it's not like you can just do whatever mm-hmm. and change it last minute. Yeah. Um, like throwing a filter on it. Yeah, there's... Um, <laughs> Some some other people said invite other photographers or videographers to the shoot mm-hmm. and be like they just want to get a few shots. They said hell to the no. <laughs> uh, oh, when the payment is late. Oh, that's a good one. When the when the client wants tons and tons of meetings mm-hmm. and phone calls to discuss the project. Oh, we went through that too. Then after that they go with somebody they're else. trying to secure a slot without the deposit and then cancels at the last minute after promising they will be there <laughs> then grandmother dies oh but then you go to their instagram and they're up in the club living their best life how many grandmas have died <laughs> too many that's happened to me before uh it was another shoot that i was trying to plan uh you know just to build up my portfolio and just so happens this particular person texts me at three o'clock in the morning talking about oh i'm sick the day before the shoot 
Or when they're constantly on their phones taking selfies behind the scenes. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to bash my head through a wall. But, yeah, a lot of those we've been through and yeah. we go through on a consistent basis. I had to stop at one shoe like everybody. I was setting up my shot. And <laughs> this was constant lighting. I know this. Yeah, so the constant lighting was looking nice. The person behind the camera was feeling glamorous. And behind or in front? Well, in front of the camera. I was say, you're feeling glamorous. <laughs> I was feeling glamorous. Hair was off fleek. But uh, no, like all the friends and people that had to, yes, this person just took out their cell phones, gathered around, and I lost it. I just said, everybody mm-hmm. leave the room. I remember that day. I was just like, oh my God. It gets overwhelming. You're really trying to concentrate and it's just like too much. And everybody swears their iPhone's better than your three thousand or four thousand dollar camera. <laughs> the T two eyes. Oh my god. Uh, let me see. I asked a question on Instagram earlier, and I was trying to see if anybody would ask me questions. And then I got some, got my trolls. Uh-oh. Had to feed the trolls, but uh, one good what, question. What do trolls eat? <laughs> your misery. <laughs> oh shoot! That's all they eat. That's deep. <laughs> um. Do we get any initial pessimism from potential clients? Yes, always. And that always comes when they're comparing you to somebody else. Mm. When they compare you to another artist, that's another problem. When they're saying, yeah, but I want it like this. And like, they're like, I always have to check people. I say, why did you approach me? Mm. And it's a rhetorical question. Yeah. Because I'm like, you know why you approached me. You saw quality, Mm -hmm. right? Right. You came to me because you think I can bring your vision to life. Mm Mm-hmm. I said, I got you. Hmm. If you're paying the fee, I'm doing my duty as a photographer to make sure. If we have to, we reshoot. Yeah. But we're going to we're gonna get it. <laughs> we're going to get it, we're all gonna right? We're going to get it. <laughs> yeah. I've experienced this several times. Actually, recently, we, we had a meeting. And um, I'm trying to see how I can explain this without outing the person. Because they listen. Oh, fuck it. You listen to the podcast. So. <laughs> the shoe fits <laughs> oh shoot <laughs> um uh it was like a, a gig uh that i was trying to lock in for us mm-hmm. and um we were being compared to another particular artist okay i guess you could call him an artist another photographer yeah um and i figured off the strength of just being friends yeah. really good friends yeah we would get booked gotcha. with no questions asked yeah and I asked several people about it and I'm like, you know, am I bugging or am yeah. I just like overthinking this? And, you know, everybody seemed to be on my side as far as, you know, if I'm your friend yeah, and you know, I do photography, yeah, I'm not going to look elsewhere. I'm going straight to you. Right. Yeah, yeah. So that's my thing. It's like for my engagement, I ain't going to anybody else. Yeah. I'm already going straight to you. Like, yo, you hiding in the bushes and you're taking this shot with the 70 to 200. Unfortunately, <laughs> I don't have that many friends where everybody goes the opposite direction. <laughs> but uh, There are trolls that love to live that off my... I gotta do it myself. Set up a fucking tripod. I have too many trolls that love to live off my misery. Yeah, but... Um, so it was like, yeah, that, that initial pessimism. And I know it's not him. It's more yeah. outside sources or whatever. But... Um, and I understand, but yeah. it's like at the same time, I started feeling insulted where it's yeah. like I was being constantly asked like, oh, do you have this yeah. that you haven't showed us? And I'm like, yeah, we showed you. Well, that. if you shoot with somebody in the past else. too and you're happy with the product, it's like, mm-hmm. what could be the concern? My thoughts exactly. 
So, so yeah, initial pessimism, we do get that yeah. all the time. Clients, there's another thing too <clears throat> that you guys can do. You guys can communicate. It's a it's a raw business, so always uh, you know, put everything on the table. Say what you want to receive from the photographer, and most of the time, it's not a problem. If they're professional, they can make it happen. Mm. If they're considered professional, mm-hmm. they can make it happen. Especially if you see their portfolio and you see what they bring to the table. Yeah, like I I, I would say off one video i can see what somebody does but that's just me exactly you know and your project again you can't compare projects too mm-hmm. everybody has a you know there might be better performers than you mm-hmm. so what you're seeing behind the camera doesn't mean you know i can do my job but if you're not doing your job doesn't mean it's going to come out as spectacular as you thought amen oh there's my nose again i don't know is, this, yeah. is allergy season going to summer <laughs> am i just I bugging so. jeez is that cocaine oh jesus <laughs> Uh, do you have any talkers to talk about? I wanted I'm just to do something. I'm just looking something up. I wanted to, to do something to like, uh, do you remember whose line is it anyway? Yes. They used to do the prop thing. Mm. And since we were both traveling, I was trying to find my, um, my airplane pillow, you know, like the U-shaped pillow. Mm-hmm. And I was going to go back and forth for like a minute for us to like make scenes and scenarios <laughs> out of the prop. And I thought it was going to be hilarious, but I couldn't find it. So we could do something else with that. Like we can, we can set that up for some other day, maybe. That's what I'm saying. But I thought it would have been hilarious. <laughs> would have. I do remember that. I do love that show, though. Oh, it's a great show. So, um, let me see. Someone asked me, and I don't know if you've been keeping up with like the San Diego Comic Con news, but um, they were asking me about the Comic Con news and what are our thoughts about the new movies and all that. I think in particular the Marvel Studios yeah. plans. Have you uh, been keeping up with that? Do you need me to read uh, up on anything that's coming up? I think I saw the one that you previewed about Thor. That's stupid. I'm really interested with Blade. Mm-hmm. I think who they chose for Blade. Mashallah. Yes. He oh, is dope. going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. I was really big on like Jamie Foxx the whole time and I never thought about him. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, he's good. He's yeah. perfect. Great. Yeah. No, it's, it's uh-huh. oh my God. Yeah. I'm excited for that. I'm excited for that. I'm also, I'm excited for Thor. Um, one, because Taika Waititi <laughs> is directing it and writing it also. He's um, a great act- um, director. He is amazing. Well, I mean, he's an actor too. But. Um, he's super dope. Um, and Natalie Portman's coming back and she's going to play female Thor. Yes which should be cool um let's see let's that's go big, down the line that's a big role for her yeah well she was on it before she was like his love interest in the first two movies and then she like disappeared for a little while that's cool um, she got a little preview yeah, i mean man. we got a little preview of her yes sir so the eternals are coming out i'm not too familiar with the eternals i'm gonna do my research on them okay but angelina jolie is supposed to be like one of the big uh um stars in that movie yo they got a lot of I want the next project. a Carnage movie with Jim Carrey. It's not happening with Jim Please, Carrey. Please, somebody. It's going to be happen. Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson? Mm-hmm. Are you kidding? Kid you not? Really? At least in the Venom, because I think Venom is separate from the Marvel Universe, wow. but he was at the end credits of the Did they even Venom give movie. a preview of Carnage? No, right? They gave, it was like one of the post credit scenes of the Venom movie, Okay. which I was okay with. Uh, I'm okay with Woody Harrelson doing that. But I did want to see Jim Carrey. I was like real big on watching Jim Carrey doing that show. But I think that's the route they're going with. Is there any, like, have you from day one had 
any different um would you have picked anybody differently for some of your favorite characters like who would you have played wolverine like instead mm-hmm. of hugh jackman like hugh jackman's just got that role on lock man he's I too tall for wolverine i know but he like who would you who would you replace like let, let's get in your uh director bag let's let's see like if you're a director you're jay you're coming out with a wolverine for series. wolverine it'll definitely be tom hardy all right so it's tom hardy yeah all right we got tom hardy oh i do a, love hugh jackman okay tom, tom hardy, hardy fits the stature more wolverine mm-hmm. what's the synopsis are you doing are you doing your rendition of the beginning mm-hmm. of wolverine like what's happening I would definitely not do what they did with the first three movies. Okay. Uh, or the first two. But I was a huge fan of Logan. I okay. love the darkness of it because he's a very dark character. You know, yeah. he's the lone wolf. True. Found love here and there. I think a lot of these characters got... are like dark, but they yeah. don't perceive that. Right. So and that's what I like about Spider-Man. Spider-Man has like, his, he he uses humor to cope with his yes darkness yes. and the... Uh, trauma that he's experienced that's why i think it's very like even though it's dc universe like we we keep you know going back to it i do but Mm -hmm. i I think dark knight was just so well Mm -hmm. executed so well what i loved about those is that christopher nolan the director he was real big on trying to make it as realistic as possible yes so when he was choosing the villains he was making sure the villains were not somebody with like superpowers you know what i mean because batman is like a human being with gadgets so that's why he picked the joker he picked Bane, uh, Scarecrow. Uh, so he didn't, pick, he didn't pick anybody like, I don't know, who has superpowers. Arnold Schwarzenegger is Iceman. <laughs> Mr. Freeze. Yo, Mr. Freeze. <laughs> um, you know, stuff like that. Just try to make it as realistic as possible. Um, but yeah, Wolverine, I would probably explore the uh, love interests that okay. he's had on the dark side. Who would you have me play as a Marvel character? And what movie would it be like? You? Yeah. Hmm. A Marvel movie. Yeah. Uh, you're too tall for Wolverine. Oh, yeah. Maybe Quicksilver. Interesting. Why that? Why Why that character? You, f- uh, you fit the characteristics of him. Well, okay. Or Iceman. Because Iceman just came out as gay recently. As, as what? <laughs> gay. Gay? Recently. Like the character himself? Yeah, in the comics he came out as gay. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> well, uh, damn. <laughs> no, Quicksilver, I'm just fucking with you. Either that or like young Magneto. Young Magneto? Because of the hair. Interesting. Yeah. Unless you want to be old Magneto. No, that'd sure. be an interesting role. That'd be an interesting role. Interesting take on the movie. Yeah. Okay. Who would I play? Interesting. I would have you as Beast before. Beast. Yeah. He's so boring. <laughs> uh, He's just really smart. <laughs> yeah, but like you can make it pop. I'm dealing with insecurities. <laughs> Beast before. I mean, Iceman, like, uh, super dope. Like, I remember, like, having the, uh, at least, you know, playing video games or whatever. I like to choose those. I guess, like, I would like to play Gambit. Mm-hmm. But like, didn't even think of that. I like Gambit is actually one of my favorite characters. Gambit's super dope. Um, I modeled my game after Gambit. I would let myself age and play Cable. Hmm. I'm not. I know I'm not ripped like that. They would have to CGI. <laughs> you know? Give me some muscles. Yeah, yeah. But like uh, Cable. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what I could mm-hmm. get a little bit more of a tan. Mm-hmm. Play, you could play Bishop. <laughs> you were gonna say that too. <laughs> <laughs> I would need a really dark time for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but 
Bishop. Uh, Bishop I always has want, the Jerry curls though. I always want to see a, a solo movie about Nightcrawler, and I know like I don't know if a lot of the world would like like mm-hmm. that or is too involved with Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler, mm-hmm. but I think he was always a crazy mm-hmm. character. They did make an announcement that uh, they're gonna bring the the x-men into the marvel universe so i'm interested to see what characters they're going to bring and who they're going to pick as actors to portray these particular actors Ooh, you know what i would want to see come to life yeah a marvel versus capcom movie Oof. that would be so dope right maybe that yeah. that we put they in need the to universe make, they need to make a good street fighter movie first <laughs> i know they're working on mortal kombat Mortal Kombat movie. James Wan is directed in the Mortal Kombat movie. I know they I'm excited me as a child because I was like, maybe I didn't know better. Looking back on some, some are corny. Mm-hmm. So if they execute it well. Yeah. I think a lot of these indie uh, filmmakers really kill the concepts. Like the YouTubers. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of YouTube directors. or I don't want to insult them by calling them that, but directors that posted their material on YouTube. Um, <clears throat> they did one... The Mortal Kombat one in particular, where it was like more realistic, yeah, where they didn't follow the whole um tournament thing, yeah, yeah, and it was more of uh, they had uh, what's his name, Jax and Sonya Blade as like lead detectives, yes, on this yeah, case. Yeah, 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 and then they had those like crazy ass fight scenes, yeah, like, and, in they between. Were f- and they were finding uh, Scorpion who was a fugitive because he murdered uh, somebody, I forget what it was, but I thought that was a pretty cool concept, and um yeah so you know they're also they also announced shang shi which is another character i don't know much about but he's an asian character which is yay to them for diversity exactly uh let me see well i mean honestly even like stan lee stan lee took a lot of these leaps and bounds where Mm -hmm. you know uh even that post i shared recently that i know you saw where stan lee when he first created Mm spider-man Nobody was feeling the character that he was. A, yeah, that it was a teen, that he had teen problems, mm-hmm. that his name was Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Like they were mm-hmm. like, "What are you thinking?" And he actually mm-hmm. he stuck to his plan yeah. and his gut, which makes the character the most lovable one because he has regular issues exactly. while trying to build this persona as a superhero, which is super. But that's why I love Spider Man. I think I'm I'm attracted uh, to a lot of superheroes. I guess from an artistic standpoint like mm-hmm. growing up i loved any character that didn't like that looked like black panther deadpool iron man the ones that have like really cool suits or armor mm-hmm. with yeah. a really badass look yeah yeah i've always been attracted to those characters and, like, that. Mm-hmm. super super dope yeah so they also announced dr strange uh, mul- uh multiverse of madness which is supposed to be the first mcu marvel universe horror movie really yeah it, so it's not a follow-up to it is a follow-up but uh the 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 whole base premise of the movie is supposed to be like a horror themed interesting yeah because apparently he i don't know too much about the character so uh-huh. but from my research it's like he battles a lot of like demons and sorcerers and you know nice. stuff like that and uh if they do that in imax 3d that might be cool yeah the first one was really dope yeah i was a big fan of that uh there's a sh- what do you think about disney plus have you heard about Disney plus i have not so disney plus is supposed to be disney's streaming service okay and it's gonna get netflix the f up out of here <laughs> oh that i heard okay okay i think we talked about it once gotcha. and i mentioned it to you briefly but 
they're supposed to drop in the fall. Okay. I think in November. I could be wrong, but it's supposed to be dropping soon because yeah. they announced all these Marvel TV shows. Disney is 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 a, a brand and a company I have a lot more faith in. On and I'm talking about since I am a Star Wars fan, mm-hmm. I love what they did with Star Wars. Mm-hmm. They caught the ball, and they kept running to the finish line. Yeah. And um, I have to give it to them. They've been doing it justice. Um, it's not overly done. I think it's staying true mm-hmm. to the trilogy. So mm-hmm. I. I mean, Disney creates a lot of classics. They have some of the top of the top. If you guys look into Pixar and everything like that, mm-hmm. the uh, advancements in everything mm-hmm. that they've given us. And you can see with the movies that are coming out between Lion King mm-hmm. and Aladdin, like the money has been there. Yeah. So, so. Uh, I don't see how they, how they could fail. Yeah. And it's like a big money flex to Netflix too, because they're only going to charge six ninety nine a month. Yeah, my theory is that they are going to get Netflix up out of here to the point where Netflix is just going to bow out because they're already in debt. And I feel like once that comes up, because do you think Disney, this, what would you compare Netflix to? Is Netflix like uh, Snapchat? Is like the Disney Snapchat Instagram? I know Snapchat adapted, but that's what I'm they're saying. Still alive. Do you think Netflix will adapt? Netflix has to come up with something very, very big, and the only big thing that I can think of, Disney already took, which is sports. Disney Net- already owns ESPN. Netflix is so. one of the originators, though. So mm-hmm. when it comes to what they provide in their service. Mm-hmm. What I'm thinking that they could do, what they're probably going to do is make it even more interactive. You know what I'm saying? They need like something, something different because they're, they're losing and they're going to lose. They're, they're barely above water at this point. If Netflix kind of combines into a YouTube Hmm. where there's no more limitations on what people can upload because of the equipment that they use hmm. i think it'll be an interesting strategy because it'll be mm. I it, see what you're you know for, for independent filmmakers to be able to get onto netflix i see and they are a provider and a service hmm. for people that they can like say yay or nay but there's no more limitations like if even if it's a short say it's like five minutes but yeah. it's something beautiful i see that might change the game maybe because that's where i mean even dame dash is mm-hmm. giving people services and independent artists where there's people that there's you know directors and shows netflix said nay to mm-hmm. and now they're getting showed on other platforms yeah and they're picking up through social media so hmm. if netflix interesting kind of gives a gateway to that or it's like a youtube slash netflix type of deal yeah might change maybe 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 I don't know if that'll be enough, though, because I don't know. I feel like the, Disney's just going to get them up out of here. And yeah. I feel like they've been plotting this for such a long time. Well, like Disney's they like s- Sony in the music industry. Yeah. It's, they're so large that it's, yeah. you know. It's impossible to compete because yeah. it's like, because you think about Disney, right? You think about just the Disney movies, right? Yeah. They have Star Wars. They have Marvel. Anything associated with Marvel. Now they have anything Fox related. So they have The Simpsons. They have what Family Guy. They have uh, ESPN. They have. I think they own Hulu as well, if I'm not mistaken. So anything under that umbrella, ugh, Netflix stands no chance. And it's from like adults to children. Mm-hmm. 
They have everything down the line. They literally have everything. Everything. So, uh, let me see what else they announced. WandaVision, which is... uh, You said WandaVision? WandaVision, which is Vision and Scarlet Witch TV show, which is supposed to be the prequel to... Not a prequel, but it's supposed to lead into Doctor Strange movie because the Doctor Strange movie because Scarlet Witch is supposed to be in um, Doctor Strange movie. Then Loki. Uh, you watched the Endgame with us, right? Yes. Yeah. So remember when Loki disappeared with the Tesseract? Yes. So it's going to take place. He has his own TV show coming out. Okay. Um, with the events taking place from when he disappeared with the Tesseract. Mm-hmm. So he's supposed to be like jumping back and forth through time, just messing around with like the timeline. So uh, let's see. Oh, quick thing. Speaking of Netflix again. I think if Netflix took to cinema, like they made their shows even bigger, like I think Netflix should be a host or a provider for certain series and shows, but their bigger um, expansion could be in cinema. So I'm thinking like Stranger Things, if they did Stranger Things, the movie to wrap up each like season, that'd be crazy. What do you think about that? That's a good idea. The thing is, I don't know if any of these ideas would keep them afloat, though. Yeah, but like, like think about like that. think about like already successes. Like they Netflix would... is known for their series, right? Uh-huh. So whether you have Daredevil, whether you have doesn't exist anymore. Well, because Marvel, unfortunately. But mm-hmm. I'm saying like anything that's been a success, mm-hmm. like if it'd be cool and it'd be exciting, cause, because everybody, it's like. It's corresponding with everything else. So it's like, okay, I'm watching Stranger Things last three seasons. Mm-hmm. I don't think season four is coming. And then you see a trailer for Stranger Things. The movie. The finale. like, But mm. it's movie style. Mm. And then it's like three hours of Stranger Things. You sell out the box office because you already know mm. it has a following. Mm-hmm. Listen, we wh- should be... Netflix, <coughs> we should be at your board meetings because... But then what happens after that, though? What after happens? that's over. If you're already in debt, the thing is, if you're going to take another chance, like we all know about chances in this industry. Yeah. So. Because if you're going to make a movie, you're going to end the series right then and there, right? You are. But I feel it's like, you know how we're talking about like uh, bigger albums, like the Chris Brown stuff of Mm -hmm. like how things are going with like bigger numbers and stuff like that. Uh I'm saying if you do bigger projects where it's like people love to binge watch, but now you're given whatever you would do uh in a season right because dedicated to a movie dedicated it's usually eight episodes you're already putting in that time and like each Mm -hmm. episode is 45 to an hour Mm -hmm. so if you're putting it even movie Mm -hmm. you're getting the box office tickets you already know your show is a success so now you're even if you're not at the same level as disney you're starting to build to be as big as disney because you're taking over the box office the box off it's it's like how can you lose when you already have something that's a win? Yeah, some mm. people are going to disagree. Like, oh, the movie was ass compared to the series, blah, right. blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. That can happen to anything. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking, again, if you already have a success, there's certain shows and series. Like, what if they had a Black Mirror movie that came out right after the series? That's like one of the like the illest ideas from their whole like, you know, you know series and like mm-hmm. it's just a great finale i think that would work for netflix because mm-hmm. netflix is not just a a tv show series provider provider mm-hmm. 
you already have a cinematic appeal. Why mm -hmm. not take it to the box office? Because hmm. their movies suck. <laughs> no, but that this is where you get somebody to where mm -hmm. you realize where your weakness is. Mm -hmm. You make it your strength. And that's how you become unstoppable. Wherever Disney has probably fallen in the past, Disney has more of a chance to fall now because they're saying, oh, it's 2019. We're remaking the things that people mm -hmm. grew up on. That's sensitive. Mm -hmm. Everything right now is brand new and fresh. Like Stranger mm -hmm. Things, everybody's talking about it, mm -hmm. right? What else? What's other shows that people are talking about on Netflix? Not many. <laughs> and that's the problem. I know. I mean, but they had Stranger Things is their biggest one. That's the thing. Yeah, but I mean, like, you know, the brothers that, you know, directed, like, they're geniuses. You're already, you're working with geniuses. Yeah. So, like, one good thing can, can. overpower tons of things. Can't overpower Disney, though. <laughs> I mean, when you, the they're thing is, when you juggernaut. become, when you become a monopoly, mm -hmm. when you own basically everything, basically. like, what can you do? Yes, yeah, I you agree can't with do anything. But, like, but I like that movie idea, though. That might be a start, but I don't know. I don't. I don't feel like it'll be enough because it's just like Disney is like flexing all over the place. It's like we own all this stuff. We're gonna yank it out of your services, and you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna charge less than you guys. But who do you like? The super popular person or the underdog? Sometimes I like the underdog sometimes, yeah, and I did want Netflix to succeed, but it's like. Disney has way too much stuff that I'm interested in. I mean, yeah. I have to agree. Like, even for Disney, like when you get Star Wars, like I'm not gonna wait on Netflix to come out with a Star Wars trilogy because right. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. <laughs> Especially in the politics of the game, when you own all the rights to everything, it's like it's mm -hmm. over. It's over. So, to continue this uh, San Diego Comic Con thing, Hawkeye is getting his own show. Shout out to Hawkeye, uh, underrated superhero. Yeah, I can see why though. <laughs> You know what? <laughs> He's one of my favorites, man. Yeah. <clears throat> Black Widow is getting her own thing. Yeah. I think hers is a movie. I yeah. think hers is going to be more interesting than Captain Marvel. I feel like Captain Marvel was so... The movie itself was good. I just hate the actress. I don't hate her. I dislike the actress. She was so blah. Yeah. So vanilla on mm. screen. At least vanilla's got flavor. Yeah, but you want to kind of throw like cookie crumbles or like Something. chocolate fudge in there. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then the last one is Blade. Blade, or Blade. I love Blade. I want to see Blade because they're making a Morpheus movie. Morpheus is a Spider-Man villain that's like a vampire. Oh, I thought you meant like from Matrix. Blade. I was like, no, 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 Morpheus. That's weird. <laughs> is his name Morpheus? I'm pretty sure. Hold on. Yes, and Jared Leto's playing Morpheus. Okay. Jared Leto plays too many damn characters. Jared Leto needs to find like a good freaking morbius my morbius. bad morbius is like a vampire kind of like dracula type thing i feel like jared leto <clears throat> huh he's a good actor i just feel like he hasn't found the that role just yet i think the joker was like supposed to be his thing but it's just like his depiction of the joker which i kind of enjoyed a lot of people hated it but i'm I going it was through okay. my head of like all these characters and i'm like which which one would Jared Leto just, oh man, kill? Hopefully he kills Morbius. I'm I'm cheering for him, but I just don't see that working. It's like, how are you going to like... Morbius is like, you got to be a hardcore fan to understand. Exactly. 
It's like, how are you going to market that? It's not like general public, like, oh, Spider-Man, you know, like. Yeah. Uh, Unless you market it in that way where it's like kind of what they were trying to do with the Sinister Six movies was like based on the villains of Spider-Man, but it's going to cross over with Spider-Man. Unless their plans, which I don't think so, because this is like a a different studio. Like whoever chose uh, crossover Blade, like, with Blade. There's certain people that like, yes, you're in the boardroom for a reason. Other people like when they were choosing uh what's the, who's the gentleman that plays uh War Machine? Uh Don Cheeto. Don Cheeto. Mm-hmm. I would never No. <laughs> like if anything, they should have chose someone mm-hmm. like Jamie Foxx over Don Cheeto. Yeah. Like Jamie Foxx is more of like mm-hmm. uh I wasn't a huge fan of Don Cheeto. That's what I'm saying. Like, like it's kind of just like blah. Jamie Foxx is more quirky. Like mm-hmm. that's how I remember War Machine. Mm-hmm. War Machine had his shit together. He was like mm-hmm. badass. Yeah, but he's also like you know putting jokes. Like he he yeah. was like Tony's like he fucked around Psychic, with Tony. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like he was like his uh, kind of grounded Tony. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I was I wasn't a big fan of Don Cheeto, but he kind of grew on me. But I do agree. Like they could have picked a better character. Like. <sighs> Remember in the first movie, it was, uh, why can't I remember his name? Terrence Howard. Terrence yeah, Howard then, like, fit the image better, but his acting yeah. is just blah. Even then, like, I don't, like, Shapely and all that, like, I'm not, a, like, you need somebody like Jamie. Will Smith would have been perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he would just. the look. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because he's more of like a lighter skin. He's a lot more. I when I at least in the comics, he was lighter. Yeah, yeah. War Machine. I still imagine like a little darker. Like mm-hmm. it's not even like Will about Smith the skin. It's it's yeah. It's not like the skin. Like I mm-hmm. know, like War Machine was just. <sighs> he had that swag to him. He had a swag. Right. He was like semi serious. Yes, but joked around a little bit. Like he, he could around joke Tony. around because he had his shit right down packed right. And like Don Cheadle just, he's a little dorky for me for the scene. Sorry. <laughs> sounds forced, I think. Yeah, it sounds Feels forced. forced. It does. It definitely does. But um, Will Smith as War Machine. It's just I'm laughing crazy, in right? my head because I'm imagining like if he shot off rockets that he started laughing. Like, I don't know. <laughs> that would have been crazy. I'd just be like, that's Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> the Fresh Prince is a War Machine. <laughs> um, oh, you know, you know mm-hmm. who could kind of play War Machine if he was like super ripped and taller? You're going to probably laugh at me. <laughs> Donald Glover. <sighs> Donald Glover. I like Donald Glover. I feel like he could pick up on War Machine's charisma. Yeah, I think so. You know? I agree with that. But he's, yeah, he's definitely too small. He's too small. But Don Cheeto's fucking small. I know. They're probably the same size. <sighs> Don Cheeto just doesn't. <laughs> doesn't do it for me. Have you like ever seen his Captain America skit? No. I mean, uh, Captain Planet skit? No. I could <laughs> see that. Oh my God. He reminds me more of like a dad, you know what I'm saying? Like he doesn't give me that. He definitely gives off dad vibes. Yeah. Hold on a second. Let me see if I can find it. It's like this skit. Um, Don Cheeto. Don Cheeto. Captain Plants is the first thing that pops up when you put Don Cheeto. It's on Funny or Die. You remember the website Funny or Die? Yes. Well, Don Cheeto did this uh, skit for Funny or Die. It's like a parody. It's this. like a parody of it. I've seen this. Uh-huh. So for anybody who's not watching the YouTube, <laughs> yes, I've seen. Just this. type in Captain Planet Don Cheeto on we'll on YouTube. 
and watch this stupidity. They've never <laughs> made a dope Captain Planet movie. I think the character is just like a little too cheesy to make a movie out of. Don't you think? Yeah, but it's the like thing a guy is, it's like eco-friendly. It's like, oh my god, we gotta save the world. <laughs> yeah, but you can make a dope. If you have enough creativity, this is where it's our chance to do it. I'm not going to wait on somebody else. I'm going to take our childhood favorites and we're going to make them to where we see them fit. What outside of Captain uh, Captain Planet, what childhood movie would you like to see on the big screen? I want to see like Mega Man, but I would redo it. Like I would do Mega Man with like Zero, his brother. Like I would incorporate these characters. Animated or... In, be- real in between hmm. in between you saw what they did with that movie what was it called you know alita alita yeah i would do alita i, got those I would vibes. take that spin but okay. i would put incorporate into mega man ah i like that yeah so like dr cloud might be like somebody hmm. real i like that and this and that but like mega man is kind of like since he is like i don't know a cyborg like an experiment yeah, yeah yeah like i would do that okay yeah i like that mega man's cool because I know they're trying to make Sonic and they can't just seem to uh, get it right. I, would, I do Mega Man. Uh, you know what I would want to do? I want to see Metroid. Like, I don't know why nobody That'd has touched so Metroid. That'd be so hard. That would be so dope, especially in this age because uh, it's like a female. You know what we should You know what we should do? I know this is like, this is like ideas on camera, mm-hmm. but I feel like we should go to Comic-Con, find these people, and like maybe find a good special effects person and do like two-minute trailers hmm. of like these movies and see if it like caught catches yeah yeah i've seen some people doing like power rangers stuff on youtube and stuff i would want to i know mine are like a lot of video games turn movies but i feel like Mm -hmm. there's enough stories like i would want to do a toe jam and earl movie i would want to do a battle toads movie i know they were trying to make a duke nukem movie oh yeah with john cena as duke nukem i can definitely see that (laughs) that's amazing (laughs) whoever had that idea please run with it um yeah, I would like to see that. Uh, definitely a Metroid movie I want to see. They did There's Doom. So many... They did Doom. Yeah. So oh, they did. With The Rock. Yeah. yeah. And it was kind of eh. Uh, Quake. Remember Quake? Quake. Did... I do remember that. Um, There's a bunch of video games that I think would be dope as movies. 100%. They're making an Uncharted movie. Wow. And uh, Tom Holland, the dude that plays Spider-Man, is going to be... Uh, nathan drake which i think is perfect see there's so many things that they can like make like fortunes off of like if you took magic the card game and like made it into a film that has you know characters like i don't know try to find ways to incorporate you know i know they were trying to make a call of duty movie i don't know if they're still making it yeah but that's like it's weird because now you're just like you're making another like you know tom hanks like movie. movie yeah, yeah. you're making a war movie yeah um honestly like, I would just do the, I don't know. Like, I, I think it was really smart of, what's his name? Cooper, something Cooper. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the filmmaker that was giving more of a serious twist to the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Oh, what's his name? I thought last name was Cooper. That would be a dope idea, though. Yeah. I do actually want to see that come to light. Yeah. I think because it's Cooper like, Films or something like that. Like... Like people from the '90s grew up on 90210. People grew up on like Full House, Boy Meets World. Like you can take a little bit of a twist like of the characters. Mm-hmm. You can add a little bit more reality to it. You can take away a little of the comical aspect. You can add more drama. Mm-hmm. There's so much to expand on because you just go off a little bit 
of that nostalgia and uh, relatability, the rest is good to go. I'm trying to find the guy's name. Hold on. Is it this one? It is this one. Morgan Cooper. Morgan Cooper. Yeah. Like Did that's dope released. To me? I think it was supposed to be like a, a sh- not like a short, but it's supposed to be like an Instagram type thing. I don't know. Um, I feel like that's dope. Like, um, you know, like what if there was like a, uh, what was I gonna say? Kind of like if they gave like a spinoff of like, <sighs> what was I gonna say? <laughs> oh, like Back to the Future. Like I miss like Michael J. Fox killed it. Like he mm-hmm. for or like they just need to bring back some of these blockbusters, but like have it so the new generation still knows what's up. Do you think like oh shit? Hold on, I got a question for you. Yeah, yeah. But before I get to that question, um, do you think Back to the Future is a movie that should be should not be touched? As a remake, I, think, I know they just made the Child's Play movie, and I heard it was okay. I think there's incredible actors that mm-hmm. could continue it. Like I feel there can always like there should be a movie. Like I respect the movie more when there's a baton pass. Hmm. So like if it started off where like my segue Jesus working right now. Go. I'm go, saying. Go, I'm go. saying. So like a baton <laughs> pass where it's like if I'm a director, I'm actually if they're still alive, I'm getting the old guys, and like having Michael J. Fox on his deathbed. He tells his grandson, like, hey, I have these plans. Like, you got to check this out or there's something in my basement. And then that kid's so cool. You fall in love with that character. This is my idea. Yeah. Segway Jesus working without even working. Amazing. Ghostbusters. Yes. I have the perfect cast for the Ghostbusters. Hit me. To pass a baton. Okay. All the kids from Stranger Things. Damn. (laughs) That'd be hard. Mm -hmm. I really like the Stranger uh stranger things cast they are they have so they have such a bright future like each one of them are special like you think about each um i know you haven't watched the show yet in full Mm -hmm. but like each one like nobody passes the other like Mm -hmm. even if they're like one of the main characters you're Mm -hmm. looking into everybody's yeah yeah. like they're incredible actors they're freaking amazing amazing personalities and they're perfect because it was one black dude exactly Exactly. They can all pass the baton. That and I know crazy. one of the main characters. I think they're they're supposed to be making uh, a new Ghostbusters. I don't know if they're passing the baton type thing. I'm pretty sure they are. What do you feel has had its time that it's a classic now that you look back on it? Like, uh, I don't know. Like, does something instantly become a classic? Or it's kind of like Austin <clears throat> Powers. Mm-hmm. When we were watching it as kids, it was great. We didn't see it as a classic. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess it has a hint of it, but now you look back, it's like awesome powers, mm-hmm. classic of our time. Hmm. So, like, what it, what has had its time to pass where you're like, this is a fucking classic hmm. of our generation? Off the jump? Yeah, off the jump. Or something new. That's what I'm saying for, like, the next generation. Like, oh. my brother's generation or something. Like, is there so something a- that's out now or came out recently? Yeah, that, that could you be a feel classic. like you can foresee it being a classic. Huh. TV show or movie? Either or. I would rather you movie, but movie, movie, movie. I'm trying to think of what came out recently. You know how like you look back and you're like cool runnings? 
just ends up being a classic. It's like <laughs> yeah, a yeah. small little film, but yeah, it's like yeah, that's yeah, a classic. Yeah. Damn. It's like I feel like I've watched so many movies, like I can't they're like flying through my head right now. I understand. I can't think of one. Um Can I come back to that? You can come back. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was a cool question because like mm-hmm. sometimes we don't realize we're living yeah yeah maybe the people that watch star wars were like i mm-hmm. don't know but mm-hmm. like now it's a classic yeah mm-hmm. hmm what was that movie martin that short was in with the he gets like the long nose and stuff like oh, martin that? short yeah <laughs> was the last time you heard that name i know right <laughs> certain movies he had it was a classic though he, he dropped a i think a netflix special recently with steve martin Gotcha. Classic, 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 classic. You know what I think may be a classic comedy that's coming out soon? Yeah. There's this movie directed or produced by Seth Rogen. Okay. It's called Good Boys. It gives me a lot of like um, funny super bad you, vibes. I see. You, it's, I don't know. It's I'm like foreseen. I don't it. know if we're just used to each other, but like this is where I was going with it because mm-hmm. I was going to say. Super bad. Like super bad mm-hmm. is a classic. Yeah. We didn't realize it at the time, but it's mm-hmm. a classic. Yeah. But I feel like that's our generation, no? No, it's still it's still beginning here. Like it's beginning. Yeah, it's beginning of. Like I mean, if we're thinking about stuff like that, then yeah. Like Anchorman. Uh, Anchorman. Step Brothers. A lot of Will Ferrell movies I would throw up there. Yeah. Not even the biggest. And do you fan give it to Will Ferrell or do you give it to the director? Like who brought it to life? Combination of everybody, I guess. I guess. But if a you lot took of people Will, yeah. that can play that role of Will Ferrell true. as Will Ferrell in every freaking movie. That's <laughs> true. Old school was always a, a big one for me. Old school, yeah, yeah. A lot of comedies, I would say. Comedies um, get it easy mm-hmm. because they they all have that I don't know that thing about them where it's like oh you kind of uh, what is the word you kind of praise the comedian yeah and the environment that you put them in so like mm-hmm. that's easier but I'm saying like. When it comes to like a like a drama or a horror film, like mm-hmm. do we have any I classics? Honestly, I honestly prefer horror and drama movies. If you can portray you if you can get me to either feel really sad, yeah, or terrified, yeah. I'm invested and I'm okay. good. Okay. Because people think I'm weird that I, I like no, sad no, no, movies. No, no. I really love sad movies. It's weird as I've been getting older, there's some moments where like I find a movie is way more touching. Mm-hmm. Like I can get Absolutely. choked up. Mm-hmm. I'm like shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Horror movies. Um, James Wan has been putting out a lot of good stuff with the Annabelle, and he's been like crossing these movies like with each other. Like the Conjuring and the Annabelle yeah, movies yeah. are crossing over with each other. Did you uh, see Midsommar? Yeah, it's trash. Really? Yeah, it's really uh, bad. Damn. Really, really bad. Shit, man. I was excited. It was, it's like one of those movies that it was just too. It was, it felt like the Da Vinci Code in the sense uh, that it was way too many codes to the point where you won't get it gotcha. unless you read up on it. Gotcha. And I don't like movies like that. Okay. Like, I enjoy a movie that has, um, what's the word I'm looking for? hidden messages and certain things but not when it's so deep into the movie where the director has to tell you what it is okay you know and it's just like that's it was not like, the point the movie should be telling you right it should be it dragged a lot 
lot. Yeah, you don't you don't you don't want to watch behind the scenes to find out what the movies are. Right. So it was like yeah. it dragged a lot. It felt like it was going to have some potential and then it just fizzled out. Damn. And then it ended where it was like that's it. And the movie was two and a half hours long. So they should have released it on Netflix. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was it was really bad, man. Damn. And I was looking forward to that movie because I really love Hereditary. Watch Hereditary if you love horror movies. I know. It's, it's actually because I saw that movie and I thought, mm-hmm. like, fuck, I would be that freaked out. because would have had me hooked. He would have had me in the palm of his hand and Miss Silver was great. Gotcha. I, I love when they did not like it. I love when horror films mix real history mm-hmm. with heart concepts mm-hmm. like i was always thinking like what do you think of this concept i know it sounds it probably sounds crazy but what if it was like we take the idea of slavery mm. and all the white people that like hurt slaves or families of the slaves come back and haunt them in some like 2019 shit Whoa. and they do the same things to them and people don't know what's going on that sounds crazy. That'd be dope though, right? That sounds like some reverse get out shit. <laughs> right? I like that'd, that. That'd be hard. Yeah. You should write a lot of your ideas down because you have a fucking sick mind. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but that is a cool concept. Wanted to be hard? Mm-hmm. Because you're like, shit, like, mm-hmm. like you're like, this happened on the ground and then it's like, mm-hmm. it could be some like private It's little... like a paranormal type thing or more? It could be like that. It could be like, if, if if I was if I, if I was like doing the trailer for you, right? And the plot like, twist is just like one of the ancestors. Because yeah, it would start out like real nice. Like a it, slave. you would have like, you know, it would like be like a market, mm-hmm. like, you know, somewhere in the south, like somebody's picking out some peaches and stuff like that. And then like, I don't know, you see a fly on the peach, and then like tons of them come around. And like it's some just some crazy shit. And then it's like, it's just showing that like life ain't sweet. It hasn't always been like this. And then the next thing you know, it's like, you you know, you see one uh, house within the town and like there's a white guy hanging from the tree. Whoa. And you're just like, like people like, what happened? Like, how did this happen? And you're like looking back and it's just like the background music <clears throat> would be like slave song, which would make it eerie to me. Hmm. Right. And it's like slave song is very like I don't want to like it was very religious, mm-hmm. but I want like and the thing is I don't even think the hearts of the black people would do that to white people, but I would feel like from an aggression standpoint or just seeing like how sick of what white people did to black people on an mm-hmm. opposite spectrum, I feel like that would open your mind plus be a horror film mm. because there are spirits on the grounds yeah and things shouldn't be settled. So I feel like, or a family goes to visit an old plantation mm-hmm. and like, it's like an Airbnb vibe mm. and like shit just starts going awry. My my plot twist for that would be where it's like a paranormal type thing, but yeah. then you find out at the end, the person behind it was uh, an ancestor or not Something an ancestor, like that. but a, a relative of a slave. And what if the, what if the, the poster- the person they're fucking with is a- relative of the slave owner like my poster for the movie i know this sounds crazy would be like a white kid with whip marks on his back oh so jesus (laughs) (laughs) no but i'm saying like i I would want it to be really like i don't know why i would want to do that but i'm Mm -hmm. just saying like i mean i kind of do but like i felt like interesting it'd be in this climate do you think it'll work yeah be a lot of offended people 
Yeah, but like I feel like if if you're not making work that I wouldn't say like offends people, but like mm-hmm. you got to spark some conversation. Yeah. And it's not just for conversation purposes. It's it's to say like wow, that was disgusting. I couldn't even really watch it. Because now you're f- reflecting like yeah, that did happen. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. it's just like you put it in a different like again, the pill and the applesauce. I just get it. It'd be a crazy concept to me. It would be. I agree. Yeah. So we have about two minutes left on this uh, one take. I just wanted to take the time to say um, safe travels. Yeah, man. Same. What are you looking forward to on this trip? I haven't seen my dad in three years. Mm. Yeah. And mm. uh, my grandma turned 90. Unfortunately, she's not doing all the best, but I'm mm. just happy She's Beyond. 90, man. She's 90. She made it all the way to 90. She's been strong, man. She's mm-hmm. been strong. And the thing is, like, I don't think she'd be... It just came, like, she's, like, 90 and, like, tables turn real quick. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just because, you know, she's been in a couple art accidents over the years and stuff like that. And I think that's what took the toll. Mm-hmm. Not on a sad note, but I'm just saying, like, I think I just need to visit. You know, yeah. when you feel instinctively, like, you got to be somewhere. You have to, yeah. And I need a vacation at the same time, oh, yeah. so I enjoy my family. Mm-hmm recharge the batteries that's, that's basically it. what i'm looking forward to just recharging the batteries uh enjoying europe for the first time yeah man i'm telling you would have been with you but listen we got a whole we'll life ahead of us we'll man. figure it out whole life ahead but of uh yeah man that was yes. episode 20 yes episode 20 of the terrible recession podcast i'm glad that we were able to record this uh that way we could release something when i get back um that way we don't have too much time in between episodes but um this should be out uh sometime in the week of the fourth hopefully yeah yeah. um but uh yeah like uh, i didn't mention earlier but jump on spotify follows on spotify um apple podcasts make sure you leave a review leave a rating uh like we always mention it'll shoot us up in the in the in the podcasts to get viewed by other people and uh youtube always go on youtube like subscribe leave a comment uh leave us a like Turn on the bell notification so when we release these videos, you can get a notification straight to your phone to go check it out. Yeah. And with that said, hit him with the intro and the outro. outro.